0: Hello, this is Carl Reed, and welcome to the Odyssey News Podcast. Today, I'll be sharing with you my review of the fourth episode in Album 69 Best Kept Secrets for a song. And now, Adventures in Odyssey! So, this review will be a little bit different, as I'm having categories that relate to the episode more. So I'm having writing, directing, sound design, music, songs, moral, story, and other parts and just general the writing and stuff like that more. Um, So let's get into the first category, which is writing. So my first initial thought with this writing was that it was very good for a first-time writer, and I still think that. I still think that it's very good writing, but there are a few things that I feel like show that it is a first writer kind of script. I don't know, but um, just some of the character, how they're portrayed, and stuff like that just really kind of hints that this is a first-time writing an Odyssey episode. Um... Another thing is character trueness. So basically how the characters are, which also ties into this. Um, I think Abigail Geiger got this really spot on. Um, now, some people are still going to be complaining about Valerie. I mean, just get over it. She's hasn't changed. And I can understand that because Take Every Thought Captive was a club episode. Um, but Valerie hasn't changed. I don't know. Just give it up. Um, another thing was just the general dialogue, I feel like, was very good. Some parts sounded scripted, but I think, um, she hammered it on the nail, um, with the dialogue. It sounded really good, and, um, I loved it, personally. I think it was really good. Um, the pet names. Now, this is getting the stuff that I didn't really like that much. They kind of got boring after a while. Buckley, Bucky Buck. Ugh. Just how Jewel said it, ugh. I had to say that too. But, um, I just really got tired of it after, like, the fourth scene with Valerie or the third scene. Um. Another thing is, um, Deven, or... Devin, I don't know why they call him Devin, it's D-E-V-O-N, isn't that Devon? I don't know, but, um, Devin, however they pronounce it, I feel like that should have been Cooper Calhoun, I don't know what the point was of introducing a new character when they already had Cooper there maybe they couldn't get a hold of the actor i don't know but i just would have put cooper in there because he's already an established character and um i don't know maybe because they wanted to catch more of the romantic angle of it with more Devon. i don't know but i just don't really see the point of them introducing a new character and sort of giving a tiny bit of background or something into it and just introducing him where he'll most likely just appear in this episode he may appear more that Kathy Buchanan will write about the football team or any of the other writers but I don't know another thing my last thing in writing is um Madison now the actress appeared in what was the episode camp between camp and hard place and I feel like her voice sounds like she's in mid-middle school, not a high school. She sounds a bit too young. I don't know, but mm, I don't really know. She sounds a bit young to me for some reason. Um, okay, now we're going to go on to our next category, which is directing. So the first thing is Beck and Jules. The chemistry was pretty good. For some reason, the first scene really just ticked me off at the beginning, because it really sounded sort of like they were reading off lines, and I think that's been because Jules and Buck, the actors, haven't been in the studio for, what was it, like three years by now, two years, and I think that also played something into it, Um, but the chemistry just wasn't as good as it could have been. I think Brianna Bryan's performance as um, Savannah was very good. She did a great job, and I think that's partly Nathan Huber's directing. He's a good or great director. He's done a lot of episodes, and I think he really he did it very well. He also did um, Friend or Foe, which was the last one to have Buck, Jules, and Valerie, and I thought that was a brilliant directing with that one. Um, and there were a few scenes I would have done differently. Um, the scene in the hallway, which we got the page of from the cast photo that was released on Abigail Geiger's blog, and, um, I would have done it differently, just reading the lines, I would have done it a bit differently than that, but otherwise it's not a big deal. I mean, there are, like, a hundred, or... 10 ways you could have done it differently and it's not a big deal but um just wanted to point that out and the next thing is sound design so overall sound design was great i think they got the school hallway and everything was really good um the only thing was that in wit's there was you can't hear like a voice behind the counter which for some reason sort of mm, i don't know why For some reason, I just expected a scene in Woodson to at least hear, like, somebody behind it. Like, get, like, Connie or just take some lines from an episode where you did hear Connie in the background and just put them in there. Somehow I expected that, but not a big deal. Um, I think it was very good, all the, um, the sound design when they were pulling the stuff through the grass. I I think that's very well, that was very well done. Um... And otherwise, I don't have much to say about the sound design, but the music. Now, album 69, I have to say, has been the best album for music, almost straight down. The best. And taking off the Rhydo Revelations, I was in expectation for good music, and John Campbell and Abigail Geiger, at some point, delivered that. Um, I like the guitar transitions between the songs. Sometimes that was really good. Um... The overall music was just really good. I love the intro, the outro, when Chris was naming the cast. I love how it changed to a like more guitar thing. I think that was really genius. And and the songs for the first time, like Abigail Geiger said in her kind of writing my first script introduction thingy, um, she said that the Odyssey team liked the songs and that was really the only thing in the first draft of the script that they really like liked because the other stuff they wanted to change. Um but I thought the songs were really good. I like the last song transition um better than the middle one. The middle one I did not like. The first one was kind of weird, just I don't know. The first song was fine. But I didn't like the middle one at all. I just didn't like it. It was weird. Um my next thing is I'm getting down to the last three categories is moral. The overall moral, I think, is very good, and the verse that Chris uses is, she uses the verse, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, because in humility, consider others better than yourselves, and I think this is a very um, good moral. I don't think they've used this too much in Odyssey. I think they've used it in, like, thinking about it, I think they've used it in, like, three or four episodes. I don't think they've used this moral that much, or maybe they have. Maybe my memory's not that good, but, um, I think it was a very good moral how Abigail Geiger brought it through the episode and stuff, um, so our next category is the story, which the good parts are, I think the ending was pretty good, um... I think the line how Abigail Geiger said with Valerie, where she said, We have to do a collaboration for my channel. I normally have a policy against singing other people's songs. It's the artist in me. But for you, I could totally make an exception. Was really good hinting towards the end. And, um, I just really think Abigail Geiger got that really well. And I think she did a great job with that. Um... Another thing is the ending was very well with how they shut down the face space. And the first thing, which is actually going back to sound design, Odyssey got the phone sound right. They finally got it. In the end, it was a little bit weird, but they finally got it right. It doesn't have that weird whoosh, whoosh, weird sounds that they usually use. And I think that was very well done. Um, The bad parts of the story... Mm, I'd say sort of... When... If Jules... One thing I didn't really understand was... Did Jules actually write it down that first time? Did she write the story from um, the first time? Because he says, did you write that down? And then she says, what? No. And then later she says, well, I wrote it down... So, did she write down then or later in the present? That's kind of just a gap hole. I'm assuming that she did it later, and then she just kept it there. Um, But I think, overall, this episode was really good, and I don't really have that much more to say about it. And uh, I'm going to just give my final rating. So, my final rating for the episode is a 4.2 out of 5. I don't want to get it a 4.5, partly because I don't think it was deserving a four and a half but um I'm going to give sound design a four and a half writing a four and um directing I'm going to give a four as well and sound design I'm going to give a four and a half and music I'm going to give a five I think I'm just music is five the story is a 4.2, just like my overall rating. And other stuff, I'm going to give a. Um, hmm. I think everything else, I'm just going to give a 3.5. Other little things that didn't really have to do with the categories. Um, and then I completely forgot moral, but the moral, I'm going to give a 5. So that comes out with the overall rating of. or well actually it comes out 4.5 but I'm just going to put it down to 4.2 but before you go just some quick news that I'll be releasing my Rideau Revelations part 1 through 3 review later I need to contemplate on some of the things in the episode listen to them again and um I just need to do that before I actually record the real review and my California Dreams review will probably come out before the before the Rhydo Revelations as well But um, without further ado, you have been listening to the Odyssey News Podcast.